That was the best lemon I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. 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 The show where anyone can have their say. You can definitely get involved on all of the socials, including Tumblr. If you head to naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask, you can send us an anonymous question and then we will we will not necessarily answer it, but we will discuss it. We will, we will try explore, to answer it. We will explore the options. But we will go through that journey with you. And that, exactly. I think that's the most important. You'll have Lachlan telling you that you should, in fact, break up with that person. I did. No, we got a question about what to do about a partner with a weird name. And I was like, well, hey, <laughs> if it's a deal breaker, break up with them. But before acting rashly, let's try out the name, see how it feels in the mouth. Is it a challenge that can be overcome? Is it moanable? Um, is it moanable? Is it a moanable name? And actually, something I, I didn't say last week, the friend who I'd, I'd, you know, I was trying to set them up, my two friends. I see, yes. Yeah. And I was trying to plant the seed there. I was like, I feel like this, this guy's name is a much more moanable name than your boyfriend's is. Oof. When they finally got together, I got a text at like 8 on a Friday. It's like 9-11. Like, I remember where I was. But I got a text, can confirm this person's name is a moanable name. Oh like, my that's Lord. how she told me. I mean, that's the best way to find out something, I feel. I got, exactly. I was like, thank you for sharing the news in this way. Instagram also, we are, we are very much reachable we on are, there, in fact, on as Instagram. I was that day. So Tumblr, Instagram, any way you want to message us and get involved, you can do that. If you want to slide into my DMs, you can. Absolutely. Give us some stuff to talk about. But remember, this is very important. Liz, what are we not? We are not doctors. No. I mean... No, no, not a doctor. We're yet. hot, we're funny, but we are not doctors. We are, in fact, hot and funny. Yeah. but you, it's, it's a requirement. <laughs> there are people who applied to be on the show, and it's like, oh, sorry, not hot and funny enough. Ooh, it does get very hot in here. It does. But if I you are feeling... I think that more to do with the, the air con, though. If, <laughs> if you are, in fact, feeling itchy, or you have, like, you know, like, you're feeling hot in the pants or something like that, not in a good way... Yeah. I would definitely recommend seeing a GP or a gynae or whoever, what whatever practitioner, professional yeah. preferably, no, get you'd it, like to see. Get it checked out. And also there are some things we discuss here sometimes which mm. can feel a little bit hot and heavy and not in the way that we like. So Liz, there are some, there are some helplines that people can reach out to. There are. You can go to 1-800-RESPECT at 1-800-737-732. That's 1-800-737-732. Beyond Blue at 1-300-224-636. That's 1-300-224-636. And Q Life Helpline at 1-800-184-527. That's 1-800-184-527. Yeah, so lots of, lots of help that's out there that's available. So if you do need it, don't hesitate to reach out for help. Now, what a week it's been. It has been I've a week. had... Honestly, it's not the week that I expected to have that suddenly... <laughs> I was there for an interview about periods, and then later that day, I'm at a one-woman show about periods. We'll talk about that. 
that's all coming up that later. That is, in fact, coming up. I'm very excited it was, to It was hear very about naughty. That. It was very rude. I enjoyed it. That's <clears> your spoiler. But, Liz, you've also had a very naughty, rude week. <laughs> I have, in fact, had a very interesting week. I guess just to, like, TLDR, I um, met a very lovely person. Um, we had a very cool time thirsting over the men of Bridgerton and the women of Bridgerton. We like an equal opportunities guy. And um, so, fun fact, my phone... Actually, every time it unlocks, it shows a different photo. And I do have a photo on it with a horse. And it started a whole conversation about horse girls and how I don't present as one, which was which was very cool. But but then this uh, man... Wait, so are you a horse girl? Um, I don't think I am. I think, I think it's a mixed bag because I've heard... Some people have told me I give horse girl, but I've also heard that I really don't. So I'll let you decide. I mean, horse girl is a state of mind. Do you, do you like horses or not? I like horses. But, like, do you like them, like... Not obsessively. Not Yeah, so, like, a regular amount, not like Ken in the Barbie movie. No, like, I am not Ken from the Barbie if movie. If there's no horses, I'm not interested. I mean, that's why Oppenheimer was just so bad. No horses. No horses. This is why I didn't bother. <laughs> not for the men. Okay. It's a girlies so, movie only. So you have been so, not so- clocked as a horse girl. <laughs> So I've not clocked the horse girl. All of a sudden, he gets really excited. And he's like, oh, I have to show you something. You'll love this. And man pulls out this <laughs> calendar. And it's one of those charity firefighter calendars with shirtless men and horses. And we spend the next, I'm going to say, 15 minutes basically playing Smash or Pass. With, with the with men. Firefighters. We also love that this man was the, one of the most communicative pre- people I've ever met in my life, especially coming off last week. Mm. <clears throat> we love communication. Yeah. It's it's a, such a slay. In whatever form it takes. In whatever form what it takes. What do you think he was trying to communicate with you <laughs> by playing Smash or Pass <laughs> with a fireman's calendar? Because to <laughs> me, that would communicate something. <laughs> So we did talk about this a bit before the show, and Lachlan, I know what you're implying. I'm implying that you're not a doctor and you're also not a firefighter. <laughs> so Lachlan thinks that I'm being told that... So so this is what I'm into. <laughs> Firemen and or horses, we don't know. Maybe there's something he needs to, you know, there's something that's been awakened that he needs to um, explore with a, with a mental health professional. So this is what I'm into, and this is you... <laughs> And if we were to make a Venn diagram of these two things, <laughs> they would be two separate circles. And and I would be there to support him every step of the way. This is, so this is what we were talking about earlier. It's like, if that was indeed what he was trying to communicate, and I don't want to assume anything about this man. Like, you know, how far would he have to take it? Like, what if he took you to a gay club? And Liz, you were like, oh, yeah, no, I'd love that. <laughs> so what we've heard here is I'd be the most supportive partner ever. Yeah. If you're coming out of the closet, I will probably Your not beard notice. Your is right here, <laughs> and she won't know. I don't think I have a gaydar. No. I, we were talking about how next week. I am. Yeah, I this, am, is, well, this is I, this is it's going to be a fantastic segment. <laughs> I've never been more excited about anything before in my life. I would like to elevate a picture because we want audience participation with this. We want you to send oh, us photos. Oh yes. Yeah, we want you to send us photos of men. Okay, I need to rephrase. <laughs> 
<laughs> photos. We want you to send us. We want you to send us photos of men fully clothed, ideally. Men who you wonder. This is the question that we're going to be answering next week. Are they queer or Brunswick presenting? Okay. <laughs> you send us. You send us photos of men who you're not sure about, and we will do our best. We'll be. We'll be sleuths. And we'll see if we can um, if we can engage with the environmental storytelling in the pictures that you send us to determine if these men are queer or Brunswick presenting. I'll be very honest with you, I don't have the best track record with that. We've established Liz doesn't have the best track record with that, but we'll <laughs> give it a go. Well, fun fact, he is Brunswick based, so yeah. Well, we'll never know. <laughs> we will never know. But what we do know is that you are welcome to ask me about my love life anytime you'd like. I mean, with us, you don't even need to ask. We are actively giving that information away. We just come out with it, really. So we're going through our letters of the week. As I've said, this is how I learn about what letters are in the alphabet. <laughs> this is, so this is where you get your ABCs. I am. I am very. I'm very excited to learn what the next letter in the alphabet is. I'm not sure. Oh. 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 <laughs> What's wrong with us, Lachlan? Again, we're hot and funny. So, O, I mean, lots of lots of words for O. Out. Out is an O word that's not out on here. That's is listed. an O word. I, that's, that's the kind of enduring mystery of, of the men who are either Brunswick presenting or queer. When they're not, when they're not obviously out. I've said that just as Liz went to, for the people listening at home, just as she went to take a sip, because I am that kind of person. I'm like... She survived. Trying to hydrate myself. No. <laughs> That's you just want me works. to stay thirsty. <laughs> That's how we this create content. This is the show for thirsty people, yeah. Okay, what other O words do we have, Liz? Orgasm. Orgasm. I mean... The big O, the big O. Literally the big O. I mean, fun to have. I, I think it is important to note that an orgasm should never be the end-all be-all. No. Like, the point of, like, any form, in my opinion, hmm. is to just have fun. Like, yes. if the moment you put pressure on it, I feel like it loses the point. Yeah. What's the point, guys? See, th- this is my thing, though. Like, it is important to remember. I'm I'm just a very goal-oriented person, so sometimes sometimes it can be hard to remember. But this show that you're listening to is just Lachlan tries to make Liz laugh challenge. I'm winning. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> uh, but no, they're, they're not the main goal. What I do want to say, though, when your partner has not yet had, and I will say their first orgasm, because the first orgasm does not have to be the last orgasm. Okay. Not with that attitude. But while they are, while they are yet to have had an orgasm of any kind... That's when you have them right where you want them. I guess the best way to explain this would be like, if you've ever seen like a movie, like Take It, where they're like, tell me what I want to know or I'm going to I'm gonna kill you. I want to know information, where this is going. <laughs> that information that you have, that's why you're still useful to them. That's why they're keeping you alive. So if they haven't had an orgasm yet, you're still useful to them. Like they still want something from you. So I just think that we need to, it's, it's for, for some people, I'm not naming any names, but... There's people okay. who know who they are. I think it's great to just shift from that goal-oriented mindset to a taken mindset. You have a very special set of skills, and you just want to mm. make sure that you're still useful to your partner, that they still have a need for you, because you're just a convenience, and you need to remember that. Oh, my God. If the shoe fits, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm catching up, Lachlan. Um, anyway, orgy. Orgy's another O word. I mean, this was my question before we, we went on air. It was like, so what's the what's the minimum number 
that constitutes an orgy. And you and you said foursome or no, like no, four no. people, I but like there's five, a word for that. I've said five. Five. So I've we feel like five people makes an orgy. Five. Yeah. I've heard people talk about foursomes. So foursomes is not. Foursomes are not because five a word just five it. just seems like a bit overwhelming. Like there's a lot to. You know, a lot to unpack there. I feel like six is a nice even number. Everyone has pairs. Everyone's Mm. partnered up. If everyone's just paired up, like that's just group sex. Like that's not an orgy. Like an orgy (laughs) is That is what an orgy is, though. No, I feel like an orgy is when all six of them are are interacting and none of them are like, this is my person. Maybe for someone who has like a really poor attention span, they can't focus on one thing. Like that would be helpful. So I guess the question we have for everyone is, what constitutes an orgy? How many people have to be in it for it to be an orgy? If you have first-hand experience... Tell us, tell us through Instagram. If you're a researcher, let us know. What is another one? This is... I love that you picked this just because I immediately, like, reading it, I was just f- taken back to an <laughs> archive of our own, like, fan fiction late at night, a novice writer... Has, has written 365 this. days core. Yeah, exactly. They've cracked open like, oh no, I need my writing to be a little bit more engaging. Let's crack open thesaurus.com. I'm a writer, by the way, so I'm roasting myself here. Not of that kind of content, unfortunately. I, I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> do it. I couldn't do it like the Wattpad girlies. I'm sorry. It's dedication. It Wattpad is dedication. Wattpad girlies have so much dedication. And they'll be like as well, like with fan fiction, you'll like read a chapter and then the next chapter, it has, like, author's notes. Sorry, I was in the hospital for the last year. I got hit by a car. Anyway, wanted to keep my audience updated. Here's the next chapter. Promise it's worth the wait. Like, they are dedicated. <laughs> if, if a Wattpad girlie, like, if you are dating a Wattpad girlie... Never let them go. Never let them go. Never they have dedication. Go. I have a friend who um, she <laughs> had before it got taken down because it was, like, incredibly extreme. She had 1.2 million reads Jesus. on Harry Styles Smut. And then... You know, person 1.2 million was like, oh, hold on, this is filthy. This doesn't belong on this website. And it didn't. To me, that's like the modern day burning of like the Library of Alexandria. Like you can't just, you can't just take that away. Anyway, what we're talking about, the O <laughs> What we are talking about. The, I have the low attention span required for an orgy. But we're talking about <laughs> organs, like all the different ways organs. you can refer. Right. Like, oh, his his organ, his manhood. His, 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 his member. Throbbing. I thought, oh, 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 it's, oh it's, it's always throbbing. It's always throbbing. His throbbing, his throbbing, his throbbing organ. manhood. His throbbing organ. <laughs> I found a new one, Liz. Yes. And I was like, I'm not going to tell I you. I am excited to hear yes. this. I've been looking forward to hearing this since the moment you said you weren't going to tell me. Because yeah. I don't like secrets. Hot tower of flesh. <laughs> I, no. Please. <laughs> I, saw no. His, I saw his hot tower of flesh. What constitutes a tower? No, it's not. Grim. Hot tower of flesh. Hot tower of flesh. Anytime you share a story now, Liz, on this show, it's a hot tower of flesh. It is. No, it is not a hot tower of flesh. I, no, I'm, I think that's just. That's just. That's just. It's, no, it's in the naughty rude vernacular now. I refuse, now. as as the wood producer, action, I single-handedly veto that. Wood action, lovely ladies. That one actually, I noticed a little bit of Adam Core earlier. And you're like, oh, I met a lovely person. I was like, oh my god, it's, no. it's Adam's here. He's in back. S- he's infiltrated, he's infiltrated my speech patterns. And I, Adam, if you're listening to this, I don't like that. That is alarming and upsetting. Adam's impact. Okay, organ. Mm-hmm. You you put this in there though, Liz, because for context, my Tinder bio says vampires with love dating apps. I'm not a vampire. Source, trust me. 
somebody messaged me and they were like, you and vampires would have a lot in common. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking he's going to tell me that, you know, like they like to bite people's necks or they like to kiss people's necks. And I'm like a bit corny, but I can, I can roll with this. It's content. Mm. Man goes, they like to suck on bloody appendages. Appendage. That's a new one. I just, in no way would I ever describe my penis as an appendage. As as a bloody appendage. Well, we know that period (laughs) sex isn't a deal breaker for him. I don't know, through context, I feel like you can assume that. You know, the worst part is he shoot, he missed, and he still somehow kept going in the same direction. He doubled down. It just yeah, he doubled down. He was like this is the same this is about the time when you say that you have a lot in common with vampires and you agree with me and I was like excuse me. It's giving radio <laughs> producer. It's giving let's produce this conversation that we're having right now. It's giving thank you for giving content to the Naughty so Rude show. You've forgotten your talking points like <laughs> get with the program. <laughs> that was my organ story. Yeah, <laughs> that was deeply upsetting. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, uh, <laughs> I understand you have a you have a fair bit to say about our next word. Oral sex. I don't I don't have a lot to say about oral sex. We've it's a thing that happens. We've established that I'm. It's a, It's <laughs> yeah. It is a thing that happens. You heard it first on the Naughty Rude Show here on Sim. Oral sex is a thing that happens more at six. <laughs> Thank you, Lachlan, for taking me so seriously. Yes, but no. Like I think we've already established tonight that I'm a very goal oriented person. So it's like if I'm the giver. That's great. I've got something to do. I just feel like if I'm I'm receiving oral sex, it's like, what do I do? Like, do I give him a little pat on the head? Like, <laughs> good job. I, don't, I just feel awkward. They're like, just sit back, relax. I'm like, but I am a man who's never known peace. So let's like, what, like, give me something I can work with here. I think it is a thing that happens and it's very cool that it happens. Do you receive it as often as you would like? With men, obviously you've got like your outlet as like DJ Khaled, who's like, I would never, another one. Um, but- <laughs> That's my DJ uh, Khaled impression. This um, is your Sunday night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's DJ Khaled. He's like, I would never do it. Like, so I was, I was actually a long time ago. I was told that like I would never meet somebody as giving as the partner I was with, and that I should, I should have lower my expectations because a man would never like be as giving as he was. And then I like, I've never been with somebody who like wasn't giving. Okay. Like anything. So I was, so, I've never cool. Yeah. No one other ones for me. No real notes. I think if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And no one should. I mean, it's a, it's a conversation to have. Like, no one should have to. I think it's really cool when you ask. Yeah. Like, okay, I did get caught really off guard the other day when somebody was like, "What are your thoughts on oral sex?" Hmm. <laughs> Good question. We are currently making out. Let's Google it and circle back. <laughs> I was like, maybe we, we think about this. <laughs> I would never ask someone to do something that I was not willing to do myself. No, so true. I, I think that mm. I agree with that. We've established that. And Fantastic we have segment. one last word for everyone. Oh, this is a quickie, as, is... <laughs> as literally the word is. One night stand. They're good. They're fun. They're fresh. If you can make them work, right? But I have friends who are like, oh, yeah, one night stands. Like, he's just a convenience. Like, that's all he is. And then a year and a half later, they're like, I'm in Europe and he texted me that he missed me. What does this mean? And it's like, well, you were supposed to stop talking to him over 400 days ago. You have missed the mark so astronomically. One night stands are great if you can commit to it being a one night stand. That's just what people have difficulty with. I don't think I am capable of doing a one night stand. I don't think I would. Yeah. Let's like... I. I think that's the vibe, is that I'm not super into the idea of, like, FWBs and one-night stands. Yeah. 
No, I mean, one night stands do take a uniquely kind of emotionally unavailable person. I, I'm actually genuinely very jealous of those people. Yeah. Like, I, I have a lot of respect for it. Couldn't be me. No. But I respect it. Okay. Lachlan, you keep pushing my buttons. I, I know. And I love it. Now, we're talking about a bit of a controversial topic that we'll be picking back up on in the podcast. So if you're listening to us here on the radio, fantastic. The we... podcast is where you get the uncut content, uncircumcised, if you will. We were talking this week with Carla about her one-woman show that we'll talk about a little bit later. But she was talking about taking her one-woman show about periods into schools as part of their drama and as part of their sex ed curriculum. And recently... In the news, there's been a bit of controversy about, well, what's actually okay to talk about with, you know, with young people about sex and about relationships. Certainly, if you're a listener to 3AW, uh, you may have heard a lot about one book called Welcome to Sex. It's targeted at 12 to 15 year olds and it covers puberty. So maybe your parents got you a similar book of, you know, oh, my body's going through changes, but it goes a little bit further. There's also some illustrated sex positions in there. And if you look on our Instagram right now, we're posting a picture of a quite prominent photo right outside the sin office, illustrating the conception of sin about 20 years ago. Not a novel idea for this book. They're about 20 years too late for that, unfortunately. But it has caused uh, a lot of controversy. So Let's unpack the book, Liz. It is written by Yumi Steins. Now, she is the presenter of a podcast called Ladies We Need to Talk. It's all about women's health, women's sexuality. And she has gotten a really, really big name on board to help her write this book. So Dr. Melissa Kang, she wrote the columns. I mean, oh, you didn't grow up here in in Australia, Liz. I didn't. So I actually have very little knowledge on what is happening. Like, I have, like, the Cliff Notes version. We used to have a magazine. We don't anymore called Dolly. And it'd be like kind of one of those like tween magazines. And in there, they had like this Dolly Doctor column where people would write in questions like, I've got this sex related question. And this actual doctor would answer it. So Dr. Melissa Kang is like very much, she has been paid to talk about sex and relationships with young people for many years. She is like the most experienced person to do so. Yumi Stein's getting her involved kind of would be giving it that kind of that that credence, giving it that backing. But unfortunately, with all of this controversy, it did go viral on TikTok. Um, a man uh, with the book, like, oh my gosh, why are we talking about this with children? Um, it's now been removed from some big name brand retailers due to backlash. I heard about that. Yeah, so people actually going in and harassing the staff. Now, I don't know if this is something that, you know, perhaps isn't common knowledge, but the staff member working for probably just above minimum wage doesn't actually make the decisions of what books are stocked by a multinational company. Terrible. Let's be nice to people who they work don't, retail. They do not get paid enough for any of that. Because they have been, they, they have experienced harassment and they haven't been safe at work. A lot of big retailers have gone, well, hey, it's actually now, it's safer to just take that book and not stock it, to avoid that argument altogether. But that being said... Welcome to Sex has had its biggest week on online retailers since the controversy began. It came out a couple months ago, but now that it's really blown up, it's gone viral online. You're having people being harassed in these physical stores and it being taken out of there. It's doing massive numbers online. Is it? Yeah. That so, is gorgeously ironic. I yeah. Mean, I actually, people are, I love that. More people know about this book now than before, which is kind of the opposite of what these people wanting it to be taken out of these shops really intended kind of goes to like show like 
Sometimes bad press can actually be very good press. Any press is good press. Any press is good press. Any press is good press. But I guess the the question here, and this is why it's really great to talk about it tonight, right, is what is appropriate to discuss with young people about sex and relationships? And what does that mean also, like, for this show? This is a show about discussing sex and relationships with people under 25. So, you know, what, what is appropriate and where is the line? I guess, Liz, you're the producer. So okay. you're making a lot of these decisions. What do you think? Well, first and foremost, I think tackling questions that maybe people, like young people, would have is important. So say, for example, like when I was younger, maybe I had like questions like, you know, things maybe I wish I knew about sex. That's something that I would want to talk about. I feel like having conversations with the people around me about what they think they missed out on learning mm. when they were younger or like conversations they wish they had or that they wish were more normalized. I mean, and we do try to be led by the listeners. We, do. we get questions in to really drive that, that And that's really important to us. Like, I, I genuinely think that that's so important because this show would not be as successful without that collaborative, like, content making. In a way, our listeners make our content with us. Mm. That's a really big thing for me. It can also be really isolating to not have those answers and not have exactly. that information. And really not know where to go or who to ask because sure people could google it but yeah you know. like personally I, I do like to come across as like the person who like like the mouthpiece for like listeners so say for mm. example like you're asking the questions on behalf of somebody who yes might benefit from hearing or like might also have these questions but not know where to ask because mm. we're put in a situation where like you and i are able to talk to you know one woman cabaret performers mm. about you know, their shows, the thought processes, like why they came up with these things or hmm. potentially interview like doctors and like we get these platforms and we should use them to educate. I feel like I'm being interviewed. You are. That's Lachlan's what this is like turned, turned on his <laughs> news presenter voice and he's like making me feel really intimidated. Really the, the concern here that people are expressing is, well, there are things that aren't appropriate to discuss with young people. Yeah. And it can be, you know, a bit too overwhelming or a bit too inappropriate to discuss mm. with them. On the flip side of that, the other hand, could be a young person in a situation perhaps sexually yeah. or with a relationship that's that's unsafe and they're not equipped to deal with that. A lot of it's very important that, like, it's questions that maybe, like, we would have had when we were younger. Mm. Because, like, we... I mean, not to say that I'm old, but like I'm not 16 anymore. No. But there were questions I would have Those had at days. 16 that I would have probably benefited from being able to like listen to slash like mm. find out more about in a very safe environment where it felt like people were just having casual conversations. And to answer your earlier question, because I realized I didn't quite answer it and mm -hmm. I do have an answer I'd like to put out there. I feel like the content. If you're willing to stand by your content, then that's all that you need. Mm. Like, in my opinion. that's But that's my, my opinion. So, like, say, for example, if I wanted to talk about this controversy and I got, like, 80 people in my DMs telling me to, like, that I'm wrong and that I mm. shouldn't be talking about this because I'm normalizing terrible, terrible things, then I made a decision and I should stick with it. And if I'm capable of understanding that it could grant me backlash or hate but i stand by it i think that's what's important hmm. that's my take i think also seeing the commentary online about this around well mm -hmm. if you're if you're telling young people how to have sex and like illustrating these sex positions well then they're just going to go and start doing it but 
That's actually not the case, no, according to a review of about 87 studies by UNESCO. That's the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization. They did a review into 87 different scientific studies from around the world. Their review found none, no sex ed programs around the world led to earlier sexual activity in young people. So getting that sex ed, getting that education, none of the programs they looked at led to earlier sexual activity in young people. In fact, a third of them increased condom or contraceptive use and more than half reduced sexual risk-taking. Wow. You make assumptions and you use kind of your intuition. You think, oh, well, if there's a book about sex and you're giving it to, giving it to young people and they're learning all about sex, well, then you're just going to start doing it. But that's actually not the case when these sex ed programs are in practice. Mm. What was sex ed like in, in Singapore for you? God, um... We basically didn't have any, like, I, so I went to a local school and then I went to international, but, like, in the local system, which, like, my primary school till, like, about 12, I'd say, sex ed for me was learning about periods, mm. and then I, I learned that boys got wet dreams, but I didn't quite understand what a wet dream was. I just, I thought they pissed their pants. Yeah. That was, that was the end all be all for me, and then I never got sex ed. No. Past that. I mean, I went to a public school in in Queensland, so we were told, you know, what everything was. Like, I think it was fairly comprehensive, but there was one exercise, this kind of, that they made us do. We came into class one day, uh, and this would have been in about, this was in grade nine, so I would have been 14. We all came into class, Liz, and they went, okay, pick two people to shake hands with. And so we went and we shook hands with two people, and then they went, okay, George had chlamydia. Who shook hands with George? Okay, these people. Now, who shook hands with these people? And then by the end of it, well, you've all got chlamydia, so I guess you should have been more careful about who you shook hands with. That was kind of our STI That is... Education. Like, like, I get it, but at the same time, alarming. Yeah, I mean, it was like, maybe there was a, maybe there was a better way to... to there like, was definitely a better way to do that. Maybe we could have extended that metaphor a little further and been like, hey, maybe next time wear gloves. We, yeah, we, true. We, we, did, we did have... Um, another exercise and it was the the 21 steps to to putting on a condom at least you guys learned about no but i feel like that 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 made it feel like a lot of work the 21 steps was go and obtain the condom talk with your partner about having sex get an erection put on the condom and i was like well so there you go so putting on the condom was one step it was not 21 perhaps it wasn't a great idea to overwhelm young people and make it feel like this really big overbearing thing of, well, you shake hands with some random person on the street, that's it, you've got chlamydia. Putting on a condom takes 21 steps. There are going to be people in that class who go, oh, too much work, I won't bother. That's actually, if I was a kid, that's the takeaway I would have gotten. It would have been like, okay, then I just won't use a condom because it's too much work and... I don't, I'll just pull I out. Don't. It'll be fine. Exactly, because pulling out, in theory, mm. sounds so much easier. But like the reality is you you turn around, you grab a condom, you open the condom wrapper, and you put the condom on. You, you put it on. And that's, and that's ta-da! It, it, there it is. It's on. And if you want, you can get your partner to put it on you. Mm. That's zero steps for you. I guess if you just want to make women do the work. Hey, it's not just women. That's true. That's true. Mm. There has to be a better way, which is why I think books like this are just so much more important. And books like this, they open the door for parents Mm. who might not feel comfortable bringing it up on their own. They can be like, hey, this is a cool book. We can read it together. To be fair, I was kind of the other way where my mum is a high school science teacher. 
And she was very keen to have the talk with me. And I was like, I do not wish to discuss this with you. Absolutely not. I never got the talk. Like, really? I, yeah, I literally never. Like, I guess the closest thing I got to, like, any form of, I wouldn't even say talk. I used tampons for the first time when I was, like, about 15, I'm going to say. My mother flat out refused to come with me to buy tampons. She made my dad do it. So my dad, bless his soul, came down with me and I had no idea. I was horrified. I didn't want to go into the women's section. I didn't want to be near the pads or the tampons. Any of that stuff, you wouldn't want, wouldn't have caught me near it. I forced my poor dad. I stood outside the store. I forced him to go and ask the people where to get the tampons and what tampons to get. So he, he did all of that. I had no, absolutely no interest or any of that. And that was the closest thing I got to a sex ed talk from any of my parents. Wow. And my dad, like, stood outside the toilet door to make sure I was okay when I was, like, learning to use a tampon. I guess really kind of my takeaway from this whole thing, about 10 tangents ago, we started at a book called Welcome to Sex. <laughs> we um, did. But there's been this huge controversy about the book of it shouldn't be sold, we shouldn't be talking to kids about, about sex in this way. I'm seeing a lot of that, a lot of, oh, well, this is the wrong thing to do. What's the right thing to do? There's this big discourse around how we should talk about sex to young people, but not a lot of solutions. And to me, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of interest in finding a solution. It just feels like more people want to be angry. And I think it's being, a lot of fear mongering. It is. And I think being here, I just I would like to be part of the solution. It's been a very, very fun show. It has been. This has actually been one of my favorite ones. I've been cracking up the entire time, thanks to you. Yeah, look, it's been a real loose show, but it's been... It's, <laughs> it's been a It's Yeah, it's been a bit loose. We had fun. We and had that's fun. what matters. We talked about very serious things. We did. We had a bit of a cheeky giggle in the beginning. And then... In the beginning, in the middle, we will still have cheeky giggles. And we will continue to laugh. You're talking, because, you're talking like it's over, Liz. Okay, so I do have a bit of a callback to the beginning because now I have a story. Earlier, I asked you about your thoughts on one night stands. You did. And now, and now have, I have a cheeky story. We've got clearance. The we embargo have, has lifted. The embargo has, in fact, lifted. That person is struggling to listen to the radio right now, but the embargo has been lifted. So I have a friend who was telling me about their one night stand experience and I'm telling you it's the most loose cannon shit I have ever heard. <laughs> it suits the episode. It's pretty it it definitely suits the O episode. They had a hookup with a like pretty much this time last year they hooked up with a girl who was from Singapore. Very cool. I am from Singapore. That girl was like going back to Singapore the next day so they basically hung out, hooked up and then went back to her house. And apparently she reached out to him and she was like do you want to come to Singapore? And he was like, I can't afford to just fly to Singapore, fam, because it's expensive. Not in, not in that tax bracket. Not in this tax bracket. And she flew him out to Singapore. Whoa. So he was in Singapore for three days on this girl's dime. Oh, my gosh. So they hung out. You know, she yeah. asked if he wanted to get drinks. They went out for drinks. He apparently spent the entire night trying to make conversation and she was just giving him nothing, nothing to work with. Oh. Wouldn't look up from her phone, wouldn't talk to him. No, so she's like, you know why you're here. You're, yeah, just, so then, you're just a convenience. Yeah, but see, that makes it worse because when I finish this story, you're going to be like, why did you Why did you pay for this guy's ticket? So she was like, okay, would you like to go back to yours? She might have paid for the ticket, but she didn't pay for the hotel. 
So he's like staying backpacker kind of style. No shame. She like wouldn't put her stuff on the floor. She like put it on a chair because she was like, it's like peasant floor kind of vibes. And apparently like did not at all seem like she wanted to have sex with him even while they were having sex. Okay. Just overall, an interesting one night stand experience. That Got to go to Singapore though. Level of just complete and utter detachment. I aspire. They're not currently together. Like, no. do we know? Is she unencumbered? No, so literally the next day she blocked him. But hey, free tickets. That's not ideal. But if you're able to find her Instagram, maybe you could give it to me after the show. Anyway, <laughs> that's just the. the just if you want to pay coldness, for my tickets to Singapore, the level of emotional attachment. <laughs> my celebrity crush is Tessa Thompson in Westworld. And I feel like that kind of says all that it needs to about me. Does it? It, it does. You're going to look up now, what character did Tessa Thompson play in Westworld? And be like, oh, geez, Lachlan, you need to I got I got to look this up right now. That's fine. Uh, while you look it up. Oh, um, the men in black girl. Yeah. Fair enough. Earlier in the week, Alex spoke to Carla, who has this one-woman show all about periods. We've been kind of teasing it throughout the show. We sat down with her to ask her, you know, what prompted her to put on the show. We then actually went to the show that you night. did and I so I was there for the interview yeah and it was a, it was a great interview I'm very excited for you guys to hear it but I didn't get to go to the show I no. was actually in fact on a you date were, you were double blocked I was on a date with the with <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway I'm actually very excited to hear yes. what happened at the show and Lachlan has lots of thoughts. It was fantastic. It was, was I mean it? it was it was exactly what it said on the tin. Like Perfect. it's a one woman show, a cabaret show about periods. She sang to us about her periods. She sang to us about several of them. This woman is a performer, but uh, just to 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 set the scene here. So we get there, there's like a little bit of like a bar and so people are having drinks before the show and then as we go in we are personally greeted by Carla. So Carla's like, oh my God, we spoke this morning. Wow, you're here. And she had this little red basket, which she was pulling um, pulling tampons out of. She went, here's your tampons. Oh my um, Lord. I need you to throw them at me during the show. Don't worry. It will be very clear when you need to throw these tampons at this me. This is very the room energy. I want you to throw them at my stomach. We're like, okay, I'm goal oriented. I can follow instructions. <laughs> and so, this is this is. We have a few callbacks. This show. We get into the room. It's a very intimate setting. You are there, and it's like you're watching her, but she's also watching you. Like as as an audience member, you're very exposed. Like she can see you, I and see. she can see how you're reacting and you're taking it. And um, she does get to the end of her opening number, and as promised. She yells out, now, throw the tampons, and we throw <laughs> them at her. So what I'm understanding is you're very good at following orders. Very good at following instructions. I am just Ken. But someone missed, and they threw them at her head, and she's like, jeez, guys, like, rude. Throw them at my stomach. Don't try and take me out here. She sang a lot of musical numbers. It was very um, confessional. There was lots of kind of, okay, now let's have a talk about various issues to do with periods and with how we discuss them in society, even callbacks to sex education, how it can be a really unspoken thing. And that's really the entirety of my thoughts on this woman's one-woman show about periods, because I know that my opinion 
on the one woman show about periods as a man perhaps isn't the most important <laughs> Why? thing you don't to like you. giving your opinion on women's things i do think men need to kind of understand what happens during a woman's period i think that's very I- important otherwise just throwing back to my story mm. just now if if my dad did not have any context mm. i would have had two people who didn't want to talk to me about periods no you would have you would have gone to the shops to buy tampons and he would have been like well where do we go <laughs> and i would have been like i don't know <sighs> lost the i would have still made him ask Yes, as you should. Power move. As you should. It was very educational. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about periods, like the different. Because um, she's talking about like the monthly, like the monthly cycle, and you know what um, times of the month are best for. Okay. I've I've come away and I've learned a lot about not just so okay, not just Shark quiz. Week, but no, no pop quiz. <laughs> this was on Thursday <laughs> no. night. It's Sunday night. No, 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 no. Moving we on. interviewed Liz just now. We're interviewing Lachlan. So pop quiz. <laughs> what what is a period? Period mm. is it is it is it is it is part of a woman's natural Correct. hormonal cycle, and the cycle takes about a month. Did you know that a that a man's cycle does not take a month? It takes shorter than a month, and I don't wow. know how long. And we're going to just leave that there. I've learned other things from the show. And what else have I, you learned? I, I, I learned so much from the show, and <laughs> I learned I know so much, and I'm going to tell you about what I know right now, which is that. Um, there are different different weeks in the month. There are like four different There stages. are, in fact, four weeks in the month. You four. heard it here first <laughs> on the Naughty Rude Show. There are four weeks in a month, guys. Oral sex is the thing that happens. <laughs> and there are four weeks in a month. He's panicking. Some weeks of the month are, are better. She was talking about how there was one week of the month. Um, don't ask me which one. Okay. And it was like, now I feel really Now energized. I really want to ask I am in like baby making mode. I am in like, that's Ovulation. the Ovulation. Yes. And that's good the- Good job. That's the, that's a real good one. She's a big fan of that one. Okay. Yes. At one point she, um, she put a tampon in a, in a glass and we watched it expand. I'm just talking about how they did that for her during sex ed. Yes. So she like, did talk about that during the interview about that, too. Yeah. When we kind of talked about a bit dodgy sex ed earlier, right? I had sex ed and it was shake hands with all of these people. That's how easy it is to get an STD. I didn't get a sex head, so I'd say that's you an improvement. That's a, I mean, it is an improvement. But yeah, her sex head was, let's put a tampon in a glass and watch it expand. And she just goes, my vagina isn't that big. How's it going to fit? Actually, you'd be surprised. Oh. If a child can come out of your vagina, a lot of things can fit in yes. your vagina. I don't know where I'm going with this. Please save me, Lachlan, from myself. No, oh, no, he you really me, got silent there. You, you put me on the spot. Let's oh, just sit with this one. Let's just sit with this one. Cruel and unkind people I know are listening to this. We can't embarrass me too much on no. it. No. There are some real great communicators listening to this show tonight. That would be my my uh, compliment to our listeners tonight, because we, we had to get that embargo lifted. We did have to get that embargo lifted. We had lifted. to get that embargo lifted for that one night stand story, and he replied straight away, like, yes. You can share this story. If we love we open do. and honest and quick communication. Not and he complimented my communication. Exactly. I, we, we love that. Not being left on delivered for 25 hours. Lift your game, men, anyway. Oh my God, the shade. What's got you on edge? Everything. I'm a man who's never known peace. Moving on. When we were off air, I'm glad that we've established now with an independent and impartial third party that Tessa Thompson can get it. I'd brought up her character in Westworld specifically. Liz is still only on season one of Westworld, and it's like, well, you need to catch up because she doesn't come in the show until season two. So that's your homework for this week. Okay, I've been given homework. I mean, you gave I mean, me an assignment. Sorry, I went to sorry. a show about periods. Sorry. Along with producing the show, you gave me homework. Yes. You're off next week. Fantastic. <laughs> no comeback. 
Yeah, great. Please. I want a break. I'm honestly three episodes in. I'm sick of it. That is cruel, cruel and unkind. Before we go, Liz, where can people find us? Well, we are the Naughty Rude Show, so you can find us at Naughty Rude Sin. That's S Y N on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can come to our Tumblr at the Naughty Rude Show slash ask. You don't need an account. It's completely anonymous, or you can do it through our link tree, which is in our Instagram bio, funnily enough. And if they want to listen to this upcoming segment, or they want to relive the giggles of tonight, where can they find us? Relive the giggles anytime online with your preferred podcast platform. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, a you know Microsoft Zune from two thousand and three. <laughs> However, you intend, just like just get the RSS feed. And put it on your, you know, university's loudspeaker system. It's up to you, but you can find that online. Just search Naughty Brood Sin. Uh, We do understand that some of the things we talk about can get pretty heavy. They can. Yeah. So there is some, there is support out there. Beyond Blue on 1-300-224-636. That's 1-300-224-636. As well, 1-800-RESPECT. That's 1-800-737-732. Um, respect there is 737732. You spell it out the numbers. And lastly, Q Life. Um, it's only open part of the day, but they are 1 800 184527. Or, of course, you can get support from all of these services through their very easily accessible websites. Just a quick Google because it's it's very important to seek help um, whenever you it can. Is. And um, yeah, if, you are, if you're feeling up to it, Liz. We are about to uh, love and leave our lovely listeners. We are about to leave you guys. I'm doing it now. Adam. (laughs) Jeez. Adam has permeated into this room. He heard his name and he has possessed you too. I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) Wait, just um, remind me again how you started off the first episode you came in on. I don't remember and I don't want to. (laughs) 